there's different challenges that you face in your business as you grow through different levels of the business. And the majority of the people at the event were getting tons of value from the actual core training where we're just repeating a lot of the, the information that we already teach in our program, but it's like marketing and sales. Let's get customers in. Let's start growing our volume. That should really be the only focus. First of all, operations and scaling and systems and team members that comes down the road. Once you've fixed that problem of, I don't have anyone to talk to, let's tackle that first and then systems. And so for the people in that VIP room, they've got their offer for the most part, they've got their offers. They're generating sales consistently. Now it's like, all right, how do you now scale? Welcome to the Service Bureau Accelerator Podcast, where we help tax professionals start and scale a successful service bureau. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Service Bureau Accelerator Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Deep. I got Uncle Ross over here, Tia, the tax goddess. And today we're going to be doing a recap of our first ever Service Bureau Accelerator convention that we held in June, end of June of this year, 2023. So I'm gonna let Tia, who was the host of the convention, kick it off, Tia. Give us a little bit of your thoughts, comments, feedbacks. Let me just say it was amazing, electrifying. Just being on the back end in the front end, on the back end, not gonna lie, I was like, kind of underwhelmed. But then <laughs> on the front end to see how concise it was delivered, to see how receptive everyone was, it was just really amazing. And to see everyone in person. I know it's a lot of groups and communities that are virtual that don't have this opportunity. So just in a short three years, well, now in the third season, being able to pull off something so massive, I'm really proud of us. Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. That was a huge thing for me too. Like everyone that I talked to when I, you know, I got back like, oh, how was the event? How was the event? It's like the coolest thing was just meeting people in person that, you know, we're in the community, we're on our Zoom coaching calls and everything all the time. Even people who've been with us since like the ESM days, like five, six years ago that we get to finally meet in person. It was really cool to actually have that experience and hang out with people that we've been, you know, working with and, you know, coaching up and for the last five plus years. So it was really cool. That was probably my favorite part about it as well. Yeah, there was definitely a lot of energy in that room. I think one of the comments I got from one of the vendors, we only had one vendor. So <laughs> the vendor that was there, <laughs> we didn't need vendors. It was more of a courtesy. The comment I got was I've never been to a conference full of tax people that are excited and screaming and yelling and making money <laughs> uh, in the room. Yeah. So yeah, let's go over I mean, obviously, for those of you guys, well, obviously, anybody who is not in the Service Bureau Accelerator is, was not invited to go. It was exclusively for members of the community and that it was also limited to only 100 people. We, since our first one, we're like, well, let's not just invite everybody. Let's put a cap on it. Let's kind of figure out, you know, how this live event thing's going to work. So a couple of things before we get into, like, all the, the cool stuff that happened, let's dive into some of the lessons learned, right? the shit <laughs> lesson learned was to always hire nancy for balloon decor because <laughs> yes. she came through clutch with all the decorations which we had not planned any of that stuff which is a, a huge lesson learned is to not only i think our big focus was just getting like the rooms set up right like having the event kind of set up understanding the time frame having a couple booths for like check and check out but what about everything else? Like just the amount of extra decor that was laid out, that was set up 
made a massive difference, honestly. Like the whole entrance way, like the whole walkthrough for people coming in to register to get their name tag and everything like that, all the way the through red the mini, the, all those extra little things, right? But yeah, the whole red carpet, you know, the 360 camera that we had like during the during the cocktail party, having a photo booth, I think next time as well would be huge. I was actually just at my brother's wedding. He had one. It was so much fun. Everyone was just at the photo booth, you know, nonstop taking photos. So there's like, I think that was a huge thing as well. It's just like, let's to not only just focus on the actual main event, but also all the extra little fun activities that can also be done and the display and kind of like really setting the environment. I think that was something that we probably kind of overlooked quite a bit, but luckily Nancy came through and delivered on that. Yeah. Maybe next time we'll give her a bit more than a couple of weeks notice. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She killed it. And that. And firm, I don't think she really had a budget, but it's like, <laughs> go spend what you need to spend to make it look good. But yeah, I think, I think especially for the audience, you know, the decor, the environment, all that stuff make, makes a huge impact. And that's something that initially we overlooked. We're like, well, yeah. <laughs> Nancy, for those of you guys watching, is my wife. <laughs> so when she asked, oh, what do we have for stuff? Well, we have like a couple of, what's it called? A tables. couple of backdrops and a couple of those <laughs> tables and a couple of backdrops. <laughs> so like random, simple stuff. We had like four things. So yeah. So all that extra stuff was not something we planned, but I think it definitely made a huge difference. People were like, oh shit. Oh, it looks legit. Right. So yeah, that's mm-hmm. definitely more focus on that. Another thing I think that I want to make sure we do next time we do an event. So which will be next year. We'll do another one next year. <laughs> I think we've officially said we are. I think 100% we've we pretty just much have to, to do one because everyone wants it. And it was a lot of fun. I, I think it's really good for the community as a whole as well. The motivation people get coming out of it. Yeah, we'll get huge. into all that. But I think one of the things that I think we overlooked was we had food. We had breakfast for everybody, which is fine, which is good, right? But then we only did lunch for like VIP. We had the VIP mix up here in a bit. <laughs> we had just lunch for VIP. So that everyone else had to go figure out lunch and then come back. And then we had just the one evening event, official evening event, right? I think what I want to do for next time is, well, fuck it. Everyone gets breakfast, lunch. We have an event. Yeah, no one has to go anywhere. Everyone just stay at that. We have an event every night, right? An event every night. I also want to, I saw some people at like the first, the cocktail party say, hey, can I bring my mom that's with me or my kids that are like, Maybe we should. A lot of people traveled with their family. So maybe we do have like an event with some activities for kids, right? Because there was a lot of people that brought their kids. So it's like, okay, well, yeah, we can make a bigger event where whoever you traveled with can come at to this event. So yeah, I think that's... Yeah, a little bit more like a public event for everyone. Well, public yeah. event, it's like only people from our group, but... Well, like, <laughs> well, yeah, only the group, but like the group and their yes. families, you know, that, that travel. Yeah, room. I think that's something that I definitely want to do. Yeah, we had a couple in our group who brought their son because their son was in Houston. Or I'm like, yeah, that's fine. But then the son invited some random dude. He's like, hey, is this a networking event? No, it's not. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's sorry. Yeah. Turn you around at the door. Keep but, that separate. Like, no. But it's like, yeah, yeah, like there's like, I think Sharita had her kids. Like a lot of people had their kids. I'm like, oh yeah. Well, somebody else, was it? Lisa had yeah. her kids. Like, yeah, tons a of bunch people. Of people some, a couple people had their mothers, their fathers with them. Yeah, yeah bring them in. So that's what they're I um, agree. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's another thing that I got from feedback as well was, well, I mean, I think having more like evening events each night will help kind of deal with that as well. But also having a little bit more resources published like with our because we had like the pamphlet that we gave everyone 
kind of last like minute, the day as, of as we yeah. do sometimes <laughs> the day of <laughs> <laughs> the day of getting getting all those things printed out but also having like local like nearby things and as well as like transportation information because we didn't even realize until the end of it that the hotel's like oh yeah there's a shuttle that brings you the in mall, to like the, the i don't know some area yeah. like the mall or whatever the big galleria so it's like that in those little bits of information for everyone who's staying you know on site at the hotel it's like hey here's the little your family can do info sheet yeah here's all the stuff that you and your family can do or even after the event after the you know the gatherings and everything if you still want to go out go downtown that night or whatever just having a little bit more of those kind of resources available i think would be good too and then the vip mix up i know tia wanted to talk about it yes (laughs) i definitely want to touch on the vip mix up so I want to apologize. Give us the names, Tia. Who was complaining? I can't say that. They already know. But there was this huge mix-up where we made the big announcement, and somebody, I'm not going to say no names, sold tickets before the release date to the general community. So when everyone else went online, it was instantly sold out. (laughs) So does anyone want to talk? For clarity, it wasn't a mix-up. It was just strategic oversight <laughs> I, guess. <laughs> I guess we might have yeah there's a reason so the, I'll, let, I'll, deep, I'll let you let, can answer let that let me one. talk through the thinking so yeah. what had happened was <laughs> so what had happened was well this is our first event and we're like okay we're gonna have two days and let's do a half day for vip well maybe vip is the bad word let's do a half day for people that are a bit further along right because one of the things yeah. that comments of uh, feedback we get sometimes is, hey, you know, every time you guys do a call, there's a lot of new people asking questions that like, we're already way past. So yeah, that's fair, right? You're at a certain point in your business. You don't need to hear about shit like what's a master event or how do I set up an office like that? You're already way past that, right? Or so the thinking for that day was, all right, let's get people that are at a certain point in their business and let's do a separate day for people that has nothing to do sales. We cover a Every, everywhere. But how do we scale up our service bureau on the operation side, hiring systems, processes, all of the back, like the stuff that's not sexy, that takes you from six to seven figures, right? Like these are the important things that you need to focus on when you're at a certain point. So we needed the, the room to not be people that are brand new or maybe not uh, have not sold as many people. So in my thinking was... And before you get into your thinking of, of that, I want to just kind of double down on that. The reason why is because the majority of people who are were in the room on the first two days, that stuff does not apply to them. Like though, like a lot of that stuff, like it doesn't, there's different challenges that you face in your business as you grow through different levels of the business. And the majority of the people at the event, we're getting tons of value from the actual core training where we're just repeating a lot of the, the information that we already teach in our program, but it's like marketing and sales. Let's get customers in. Let's start growing our volume. That should really be the only focus. First of all, operations and scaling and systems and team members that comes down the road once you've fixed that problem of i don't have anyone to talk to let's tackle that first and then systems and so for the people in that vip room they've got their offer for the most part they've got their offers they're generating sales consistently now it's like all right how do you now scale so anyways, right so the way that happened was and spe- specifically this is our first event or making a big financial commitment to a venue and all that i decided to call up people that had volume and say hey we're doing this event it's two and a half days, the half days for VIP. You should be in VIP. How about you pay me now before it goes public? And we charge more than we did for the public release. So essentially, I pre-sold 25, 
30 people <laughs> before we actually launched. And that was just me calling everybody saying, hey, we're doing it. And just off the strength of, hey, we're doing our first live event and here's an idea of what we're going to cover and here's why you should come. We filled that up. So going forward next year, it's not going to be called VIP day. I think we're going to call it minimum MBP, minimum bank product day. (laughs) 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 So instead of MVP, MBD, MBP, right? Or MBD, whatever the fucking letters are. (laughs) MBP, minimum bank. And I I will say this in all fairness, one of the things that we, you know, do talk about and I kind of go over in detail in onboarding is we want to make sure that we're constantly meeting you in areas that you need so that we are making sure that, you know, you're happy and satisfied as a member. And while it's easy to say, hey, you know, I was in the style, I didn't, you know, get a part of the VIP. I do also think it's not fair for those who have already surpassed a certain level to keep seeing and hearing the same information regurgitated. And a lot of programs, you'll come in, you'll have a course, it's a beginning and an end. Once you pass that level, it's like, okay, bye, see you later, go on to the next course. And I think mm-hmm. people don't realize that a part of our back-end system is we have tiers. And we try to make content and training relevant to each tier so that you're molding and growing or growing with you, which can, is yeah. fairly, yeah. it's also challenging too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's a really good point. And that's because uh, we had actually, and we actually met, kind of addressed that a little bit at the event, if you remember where we we're talking about something basically for next season, what we're going to be doing as well within our group is we're going to have different kind of cohorts based on people's production volume. Because again, someone who's starting out, it's their first year in the program, and they're still learning how to set up an office on the software versus someone who now has a team of VAs, you know, they've got sales reps, they've got people setting up software, they're doing thousands of products, their problems and their strategies that need that they need help with are completely different to someone else. I kind of mentioned that before when we were just talking about like the difference between general admission, the VIP, but yeah, as people grow, because this is a, a live breathing community and, and program, it doesn't just stop at the end of the course. And it's like, go figure everything else out on your own. We're constantly showing up every week on coaching calls and mentorship and, and training and, and helping everyone grow, whether it's your first year, your first week as a service bureau, or it's your third year. And you have a totally different set of problems that only a select few are actually going through. Right? So as people are growing, we're still providing coaching through those growth curves. So that's like, that's the biggest reason why we did the the VIP because what we talked about probably would have put a lot of people to sleep, honestly, on like the first two days, like all the systems and tools. But for the people who were in that room for VIP, they were just eating that shit up. They're like, this is awesome. Like, this is what I need. This is what I want. These are the things that I'm working through that I need help with. So it was extremely beneficial for them. But for the majority of people, I think it would have either gone over their head or even worse, it would have gotten them focusing on the wrong things. It would have gotten them focused. Oh, okay. I need to start making systems. I need to make processes. No, you just got to go and sell your shit. Like that's all you got to do. Like all you need to focus on is selling and acquiring more customers. All that other stuff happens later. Once you've got that consistent engine running where you're generating revenue, you're generating new customers on a consistent basis. So that's the big thing that we always try to push people towards is, and that's always the challenge with business is there are so many things that we can talk about. There's so many things we can coach on, but what should people be focusing on right now to really see the growth that they want and to hit the goals? And a lot of times people look at and focus on the wrong things. So we're always trying to get people moving in the right direction. Right, right. So aside from that topic, lessons learned topic is done. 
let's go into <laughs> let's go into some of the highlights of the convention. So I think one of the coolest things was throughout the two days, we actually had a lot of kind of time for people to we basically said, hey, here's a strategy, here's a script, here's how to deploy this. Go do this right now, especially because most of the people there were a couple of years, had lists, had database. Go send this to your list of prospects that you had from last year, this year, whoever you're speaking yeah. to. And the cool thing was that people were making money in the room, which I think is the first time in this industry that's ever happened. Absolutely. Where people like, oh, hey, cool. People got an ROI from attending the event while at the event. Yeah. Right. There's one person, I think it was Irene. I'm don't I think I'm pretty sure it was her. She sold sixteen thousand dollars while sitting in the, the room. <laughs> so, so if you want to touch on that, guys. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely like yeah. what thirty, probably forty thousand that was sold. <laughs> like, Easy. The yeah, in like one day. Yeah. 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 Even uh, I think Chandra had some sales while she was in the room. There's quite a few people. A few newbies. Yeah. A couple yeah. of new people. Yeah, a couple of yeah. new people. So that the because the event was uh, marketed and sold just before we kind of launched, there was like only very few people that just joined this year that attended. I think like one or two people got somehow got, got in because somebody couldn't make it and they're like, hey, I want to come. And it's their first year in SBA. They haven't even done a season with us yet. So there was a couple of people also, which was pretty cool. Which was pretty cool. Yeah. But I think that, go ahead, Russ. I Oh, I was just going to say, I think an another big highlight too was the the momentum that we saw people getting coming out of the event as well. People, you know, posting the group, like the whole community, I think, even if people weren't there, everyone was posting their wins, everyone's posting stuff in the group. And I think it kind of lit a fire under everyone's ass in the entire group, just being like, oh, okay, it's like, it's game time. It's time to go out and make some sales because I'm seeing everyone posting these wins. Hey, I just sold this. I just sold that. And yeah, it's pretty rare. And so I'm glad we really made a point. That's kind of what we do. Like at the end of the day, this whole program is about showing people how to go out and make money in this industry, right? And specifically as a service bureau. And a lot of the strategies that we cover, they don't really exist anywhere else. And so getting people to take that time to have those mini workshops to get people to actually take action and do the work. Because at the end of the day, that's really the only thing that matters is just actually putting in the work and, and following the process. But it was really cool to see people getting the wins and then posting those wins in the group and seeing everyone in the group being like, all right, time for me to like get my shit together and get going because I'm seeing all this, like all these results coming out of the event. I want to be there next year. Right. It's like, it almost gave that kind of goal for a lot of people to aim for, to shoot for, where it's like, I got to get my stuff together. I want to be on stage next year. I heard that up from a lot of people as well. Cause we had some, you know, some panels, we had our top producers come up and do a couple talks. And that was a huge thing for some people. They're like, I want to make sure I'm on that stage next year. So it was really cool just getting that feedback and just the energy that everyone got from it and that motivation to just double down and really push forward. So that, that was really cool. Yeah, I would have to say, you know, second the notion on that, especially I think in the morning people are kind of really lackluster. So you all just like coming out the woodworks and like hitting upside the head. Hey, yeah. <laughs> do this right now. <laughs> you know? It was really electrifying. Even, even being a host, it was really dope up there to see everyone and they're excited. I think someone asked me if I was a a pastor or a minister? I'm like, no, I'm not a minister. I'm not, a minister. <laughs> never, not, not yet. yet. You never no, know, Tia. <laughs> There's always time. Yeah. But that just speaks to the energy, the volume, and how you make people feel. 
And I think that was like the key takeaway. Yeah, I think that was uh, pretty solid. Overall, the people that made money, you know, the people that got motivated, the people, the FOMO from the group was very real. The people that couldn't make it because they would see these people yeah. doing the strategies and the thing. They're like, they must be doing something at the event because everyone's doing this and they're seeing it. So, yeah, I think that that being said, next year, the event's probably going to be bigger because I think well, there's going to be a lot of people that came this past year. They're going to want to come again to see what else we have in store for them, which we'll figure out at that point. And no shade for those who attended other conventions instead of ours. Next time, you're going to be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the other ones cost you money. This one made you money. Oh. The I think, the what's it called? So that FOMO of people, so the people coming that want to come again next year, plus we have new members and the people that missed out. So I think we'll have a bigger turnout next year. We'll have to open it up. We're still going to cap it at some number, but we'll, we'll definitely have a bigger turnout. That's for sure next year. So yeah, it'll be interesting. Before we wrap up this episode, maybe let's talk a little bit about, you know, some of the topics for those of you guys that, you know, maybe you're in SBA, but you didn't attend and you want to see, hear about some of the topics or you're thinking about joining SBA, you're watching it, you're watching this episode and you're like, oh, they do conventions. What do they talk about at those, <laughs> right? So we'll just kind of give you like high overview of what was covered. Maybe some, a little bit of feedback or thoughts on some of them. We basically started off the whole entire thing with an opening session, we called it, right? Where we kind of recapped the tax season, the stats of the group overall, some of the objectives of things we're looking to do in the next couple of years and what's coming for the entire group. And then we just, what do we do right after that? We just dove right into. So yeah, yeah. We, from there, if memory serves correctly. actually bring up the page. I was looking at the slides <laughs> the other week. We kind of started diving into like just some of the fun, the fundamental things that you need to have to and grow yeah. like a, a service bureau to, you know, six and seven figures and beyond. And then what we ended up going into was something that I think was really helpful for a lot of people just to like, just to really understand. Cause look, at the end of the day, you know, we run this program. But not everyone knows because our team's grown so much now that by the time you maybe watch one of our webinars, talk to one of our team members, get enrolled in the program, you've probably never talked directly with myself or Baldeep or Jameson and, and probably don't realize that, you know, before we even launched this program, well, I mean, Baldeep had his service bureau for years, but before we even launched the service bureau accelerator, we actually built a service bureau that was doing over, you know, over 10,000 bank products in, in volume. And so we kind of pulled the curtains back on that and showed a lot of like what we were doing and proof of concept, because I think that helped a lot more for it's like, hey, look, a lot of the strategies that we covered at the event, we teach in our program standard, but we had a lot more kind of extra tactics. But I think also just showing it's like, look, this is literally exactly what we did. Like, we're not teaching you guys this in like theory or like, you know, we're just not pulling this stuff out of our ass. It's like, this is something that we actually did. We actually went and did this. We actually built this service bureau. Here's all the proof. Here's all the numbers. Here's all the leads. Like we showed a lot of behind the scenes that no one else had really seen before. And I think that was really cool for, I think the message is really sinking in for a lot of people where it's like, oh, I'm learning from people who legit have gone out and done this. And it kind of helped us really to then transition into, okay, here's how we did it, right? The consistency and the importance of just of marketing, of constantly having people to talk to. I think that's the biggest thing that a lot of people struggle with, which is what we really drilled into was how do you talk to people every day? 
How do you have a conversation about your software every single day? Not once a week, not once a month, but multiple conversations every single day. If you're not doing, that's really the only thing you should be focusing on. So we spent a lot of time talking about that, going through some strategies, running advertisements was a huge part of it as well. And finally, we got a lot of people shifting their focus to being like, oh, if I just run ads, then I can just pay to talk to people and I can make money because I'm going to be selling them something afterwards. So getting people kind of over that hump, I think, of like just spending money to market and advertise really helped as well. So yeah, I think that was a huge part of what we went into. From there, we went into a lot of stuff on like team members, right? We did cover some stuff about scaling, bringing in team members to assist, whether you want to have a sales rep or, you know, an appointment setter or a virtual assistant to help you do a lot of the onboarding. What can you do to kind of free up your time to focus on more revenue generating activities, to focus on dialing your marketing, having, you know, reviewing some of your sales calls to make sure you're closing people at a higher frequency, all these little things just to keep kind of adjusting the dials and be you know, produce more and more volume. Yeah. And then the third part <clears throat> that was covered was really like the workshops. So after going through part one, part two, everyone actually sat there and implemented, actually mm -hmm. typed up the scripts, actually sent them out to people. Some people actually stepped out and made real phone calls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. For the breaks, I walked out and Chelsea like just gets off the phone. She's like, real quick, I got to ask you. I'm like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> I got someone to sold, but how do I do this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was a dope part. And then, of course, the the panel, nothing's better than hearing stuff from your peers and how everyone took the same concept that you all have delivered uh, for the past three years and put their own spin on it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I think one thing that Lisa said, which she was like, oh, I do all low ticket, <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, and you all talking about the difference between the high ticket and the low ticket and how to be successful in both of those realms. Yeah, I think we could do a whole episode on low ticket versus high ticket. We're actually doing a whole training on that next. Well, at the time of this record, this goes live, it'll already have passed. But we'll have a whole separate training yeah. of that in our group. Basically what we're doing, obviously this is going to be published after, but we're basically going to take our convention and for the people that weren't able to attend, kind of make it delivered online. Condense, condense it down because it it's yeah. two days, right? But let's condense it down to a four hour five-hour workshop that we're doing in our group. So if you join after, there'll be an opportunity for you to catch that. But yeah, I think overall, that was probably the highlights for people was, or for us was, all right, seeing people actually implement and take action. I think it's a lot easier. It's a less overwhelming to do that when you're right all together in the room. You can ask somebody right next to you, hey, oh, what did he say there? Oh, okay, yeah, I get it, right? So we definitely gave people time to do that. And then, yeah, we had some great speakers from our community. We only let people in our community speak. So I think Lisa Gibson spoke. She shared her entire story. I think that was inspiring for people. Ray Quill, he did a good job. He has a whole, one thing I always say, what I like about Ray is he'll always come to me with the question, but it's never the same question. You know how people come to you with the same question all the time? It's like, look, I answered that 50 fucking times. No, he'll come with a different scenario <laughs> every single time. <laughs> so it's like, it's always interesting to hear when he comes up with something. And then I think it was cool. Lisa Canones closed out the session. I, yeah, I think that was because the entire day, the entire two days was, you know, tactic strategies and a lot of stuff. And then, you know, we we're talking to Lisa about doing her presentation to close out our entire event. So it wasn't like a nothing like, no, you're going to be the final thing they hear at this event. I think she delivered massively on it. Excellent. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I loved yep. it.
I had chills and everything. Yeah, she did amazing. Yeah. We'll have to get her back well, next year and maybe. <laughs> for, for sure. Well, because I think the big thing too, and this is something like, you know, I talk to, you know, friends and or whatever about just like business in general. But I think a lot of the times, and there's a question asked when Lisa Gibson was on stage and doing her presentation, someone asked the question, I don't know, like not verbatim, but it was along the lines of like, hey, what's the one thing, you know, that you did or whatever. And I think a lot of people look for that one thing. And of course, you know, as marketers, sometimes we're kind of responsible for that because we're like, oh, the one hack to scale your business, whatever. Look, at the end of the day, it's just putting in the work. And that was what Lisa said. She's like, the one thing that I did is I locked my ass in the office and just worked every single day. And I just put in the work. Everything is there. Everything is in the training program. You just have to implement it. You just have to put in the work and execute on it. And that was a huge part of what Lisa Canonas then closed out with was just how to take massive action from everything that people learned at the convention to just roll forward, take massive action and actually see some growth. So it was the perfect layup to, to close out the event. I forgot. It was also one other um, of our member. I forgot her name, but she was up there with Ray. Ryan? Yeah. Or oh, up there with no, the, was, well, there's Irene. Uh, Irene it was Warren. Irene. No, it, she was from New Orleans. Oh, Ariane. Yeah, yeah, Ariane. Yeah. One thing that she said that was like, well, mind blown for me when she said that her mission or her goals are the goals of her members. Like, I'm passionate, mm. whatever you're passionate about. My goals are your goals. Yeah. And I think a lot of times we try to push our goals like <laughs> on people. So I thought that was like a huge takeaway. Again, fabulous panel. Yeah. yeah. Overall, I think it was a successful event for the first one. So if you're in the Service Bureau Accelerator program, better fucking be there next year. <laughs> I think we'll make it bigger and better for sure. Now that we know, you know, where to improve on. Yeah. Maybe we'll have our slides ready before the actual event next time <laughs> that will help plus un unfortunately we already set the bar really high yeah it'll be uh, it'll be tough but i'm sure we'll pull through it so. awesome well good episode guys let's go ahead and wrap it up take yep. care guys see ya